All right, this is the Nick Fertucci Show. I am Nick Fertucci, and I am here with Mike the Mouth Mattisau. Mike, how are you? Good, my man. How are you? Good, man. Uh, I know this is a little early for you. It is 12 noon Pacific. You just rolled out of the rack, yeah? Yeah, I went to bed around 8.30. Got my three-and-a-half-hour sleep for you. 8.30 a.m.? What, are you just grinding online? Uh, normally I am, but I wasn't. Uh, I don't know why. It's really weird. It's like, so... At about 7 o'clock at night last night, it's been a long day for me yesterday, and um, uh, I just fell asleep from like 7 to like 11.45, and I'm like, oh, great, I'm never going to get up. Oh, got it. Yeah, now you hate me tomorrow. And so then... You screwed yourself. Yeah, it it was... um, I went around... I got out yesterday. uh, I went and see my psychiatrist. Uh, We talked about kind of just was talking about the good things that happened during the series and the bad things that happened during the series and, and, uh, what we can do to improve. So, um, normally I, I do, uh, I've always done a, uh, a, uh, over the phone with her and, uh, she has never met me. Um, and who, so who, who is uh, this Mike? I didn't catch. Psychiatrist. <clears throat> oh, got it. Got it. Yeah. And, and, and Daniel hooked me up with her. She's a, was really, really kind of changed my life. And, um, and so I met her yesterday for the first time. And we just talked about all the, the things that went good, the things that went bad, and uh, what do we need to do to improve mentally. And uh, so it was good to get out of the house and go see her. Um, it, it's uh, uh, like I, I said to her, it was, I mean, overall, mentally wise I, I thought the series was really good for me uh I, you know i had a few speed bumps and uh and uh you know i kind of we kind of went over what kind of might have caused them and uh and what we could do to do better well mike with that said one of the reasons you're here is because you actually had a great wsop at 2023 so there might have been some speed bumps and some uh, expectations that you got very close to but would you agree that uh you did pretty good i got some stats yeah. here yeah, it, 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 it's really weird. So the first two weeks of the series, okay, and we'll take out the first four days uh, because, like, I hadn't played a tournament since last year's World Series. So it took me, like, four days to kind of get into tournament mode. And then once I did, um, I felt like I was playing good. And so we're four days in, and the next, uh, I'd say the next 10, 11 days, uh, nothing good was going right, but I felt like I was playing good. And, um, but I was in a, a, a lot of pain and, um, Sean Deeb noticed I was in a lot of pain and, uh, he, um, he, he, he brought uh, his own, he brought his own massage therapist out there with him. And so she started working on me and, uh, cause I couldn't even function. And, um, and the next thing you know, is I, I decided to, to do some things that I've never done before, which is get a room at the series. So mm. she was working on me. Um, and then I, I called Jack to get me a room because normally I, I, you know, I give him 40 bucks to leave my car up top and then 20 bucks for my scooter each way, which was 80 bucks anyways. And so um, it, they got me a room for like 80 bucks a day. And so that, that's kind of like when things kind of changed for me for the series is because it was, I was really struggling with pain. I was really struggling going back and forth from the house there, you know, they're 
building this racetrack. The, the traffic was absolutely horrible down there. And so, um, you know, that, that really was something that I did that I will, uh, I will have a, uh, a room at the series every year for the rest of my life, I think. Well, that's really cool. Mike, is this mainly your back where the pain is? Not well, it, I have, it, it's not really, I have a spinal cord injury. Mm-hmm. And so it, 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 it causes, it causes like um, signal changes all over my body where everything's in pain. Uh, I get weakness. Um, I mean, I went to the, I went to the last event, uh, game five of the NHL finals and uh, they had to put me in a wheelchair to wheel me out because I couldn't walk at all. So it's like, um, I, I don't know. I talked to, you know, I just talked to a physical therapist uh, two days ago and we're going to try hard to build my lower body up stronger uh, and my upper body up. So, so possibly like it's not collapse because, because what it is is when the I can press this, yeah, when the when 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 the disc when it puts any kind of compression yeah, on the it's compression. Disc, yeah, cuz the disc is it's such a it's in such a dangerous spot. It's in, it's really scary. It's like like if the disc moves just this 1 millimeter I could be paralyzed. So <laughs> they just needed he he's hoping where he could uh you know stop the, the compression on the disc and cuz when I stand for more than like 20 minutes I can't walk. Mike, Mike, walk. is there not is there not a surgery for this or is the surgery too risky there, because of what you said? It's too risky. It, it's like there, 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 is a, there, there is a surgery. The one like I did the first like the, did the first one, but it it's very, very risky. And, and it's like it, it's kind of like the, the very last of the last thing they're going to think about doing, you know. So um, but. It, whenever I get the weakness where I can't walk, I start freaking out because I don't know if anybody knows me and knows that I'm a hypochondriac, but, uh, but I start fr- freaking out and I start worried about like, Oh God, I'm going to have to have the surgery again. So I yeah. went and got another MRI, um, uh, July 25th. And I'm like, please God, you know, like, like if, if that, if, if the disc moves like even one millimeter, I have to have the surgery again. So yeah. it ended up coming that it, it hasn't moved at all, which is a good sign. Uh, but it, it does show that, you know, the compression is causing the signal changes in my body and all that, which is everything I knew. And so I, I went to uh, my friend, Danielle Anderson, uh, hooked me up with her physical therapist. And um, I went and saw him two days ago and I showed him all my MRIs. I showed him everything I've been through and, he thinks he can help me. So, um, you know, I'm going to go this route now. I've never really done some like three days, two, three days a week, physical therapy for three months. So I mean, you gotta, you gotta try something, Mike, you know, yeah, I can't live like this anymore. Yeah, you can't live. I mean, you've been, I, you've been living like this a long time since we've been yeah, ten, nine talking. years. I've been living like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, dude, do something about it, man. There, and let me, let's talk about, let's talk about what you're able to accomplish in this state. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking amazing. I mean, yeah. you, you, this year you had eight caches, mm-hmm. you had three final tables and the first time in your career, you had two in a row, huh? Yeah. So, you know, I I look back at this series as like I I put too much pressure on myself. It's like I wanted to win 
so bad that I that I kind of gave it away and not take anything away from Martin who beat me, but yeah, but I did not play my best and he played way better than I did. And you know, I, I just felt like, oh, I have to win, you know, because I gotta get in the hall of fame. And 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 the bottom line was is I was never getting in the hall of fame whether I won that tournament or not. And so, you know, I look at it now and it's like, why did I put all that pressure on myself to win? Well, you know? Mike, let me ask you something. That's on my list to ask you about, ironically enough. Straight straight talk. Why aren't you in and why won't you get in? Just what's what's the exact reason in your in your brain that that's that that's the case? It doesn't well, make I mean, sense. I mean, more stats. And well, I mean, I, I, that's, a, that's a good question. I mean, they put people in the Hall of Fame in front of me that can't beat me in any game. You know, name, um, name a couple that went in that you feel you should have got in first. It doesn't I matter. I mean, they're in. You might as well go there. You know. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I, th I think I don't want to go there. You know. All right. Let's just let's just let. You know, um, let, we could just go down the list of like the last ten that were put in. Okay. And and there's four of them in there that couldn't be that, that couldn't beat me in any game. But why yeah. though? Why why aren't you in? Well, it gets to you know. They they moved it from two to one, which made no sense. Everybody thought they were going to move it from two to four. What's two to one, two to four mean? So they used to put two people in a year, and then COVID hit, and they oh. decided to change it to one a year, which oh, made God. no sense. And everybody thought they were going to change it to start putting in four people a year. And um, it, it, going from COVID, they went from two to one. And so why can't they? Why can't they just? Instead of doing one, two, four, why not just look at who they're considering and just put in who they think should be in? Well, what they do is they've left they've left the entire vote up to who's up to the thirty three people who are in the Hall of Fame. Oh so, shit! Yeah, so now you have people who are who I play with my whole life. A few of them are somewhat jealous of me because they've never beaten me. Um, you have some people that that don't know anything about what I've done for poker that are in the hall of fame. that are just like cash game players that they put in. Um, you have um, certain people that are in the hall of fame that don't want me in. Um, it, it, you know, listen, you, think I, anyone, I you think anyone doesn't want you in because of like some of the things you stand for. I see a lot of stuff on Twitter. You're very political. Do you think that plays anything into it, or do you think it's just? I, I did for I did for a while. Now, not so much. Um, the, the thing is, is is they they're always about what have you done for me lately. This is what what what, and that's what what's really bad about uh, the Hall of Fame process too. It's always about like, oh, if you die, you're in. Okay, you know, if you. Uh, if you die, you're in. If you win, if you have a good year, you're in. You know, um, they don't go by. There, there, nobody goes by total total of everything. You know, like, you know, what am I? One of the eight people made the main event final table twice. Um, it, it, you, you look at so many different things, and now it's like, oh, he won two bracelets this year. Oh, he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, really, there's a hundred different bracelets, you know, events. And so being able to, um, people don't understand what I deal with every day, but they'll, they'll, they'll find out when my documentary comes out. And so, uh, you know, it, it's hard for me to even function, let alone 
compete for bracelets. And so um, it, it, it's. Uh... Well, Mike, here's the thing. Listen, let me let me let me say a few things here. This is just my opinion. Um, first of all, I think that, you know, having just the people that are in the Hall of Fame decide, I think it should be fans. I think it maybe should be a combination of of something, but whatever it is, what it is. But yeah. uh, but like whether you got what do you have? How many bracelets do you have? Six, four, five, four, four, yeah. four. All right. So you have four bracelets. But let's talk about this. You were a legend. I'm not seriously. I have no reason to say this. You're the most yeah. annoying person I know. But you were a legend in poker at the beginning days when poker, you know, uh, the old high stakes poker, the old ESPN WSOP. I mean, your name was prominent in that in bringing poker to where it is. Um, you have great stats, uh, regardless of if you had two this year, or one last year. It's, it's it's just crazy to me. I mean, I'm I'm also the only one that to have my own. Uh... Sports Center piece on Sports Center. Like I have my, I have my own a five minute Sports Center piece on Sports Center, and um, uh, kind of like they do these little, you know, you know how Sports, how ESPN does these little clips on like people. Uh, they used to do them. They, they last like about five minutes, uh, and so I had that in two thousand five. I had, um, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if you know. No, I, I don't. I don't think you need to. I, I really don't. Let me do that for you. And that's not why we're here. We didn't. I didn't plan this, but I, I'm yeah. advocating no, for I, you because listen, I just. Here's what bothers me the most, right? Is I should have been in ten years ago. My dad passed away three years ago. Yeah. And um, and uh, yeah, that it, sucks. It, it it really bothers me that. Yeah. That. No, I I my I can tell. My mom's eighty six years old. She might have two years left. You know what I mean? So the, these are the only, other than me, I could give two fucks. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, but, I think you give two fucks, but at the same time, I understand I what you're more, saying. I care, your more, my, I care more about from, the, uh, from my parents than I do for me. Beyond, yeah, I understand. I understand. But, well, you know, we don't, let, let's change stuff. You know, I, yeah, um, all right. You know, we'll I talked to, 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 I talked to Brian Rast when he got in this year and we had, a, we had a moment and, uh, you know, he's going to do what he can to try and get some of these rules changed get more people so we'll see what happens yeah real quick i touched on this and i only want to stay on this subject like a minute or two i don't talk politics on the show uh i don't think it's like really the right thing to do but you're you're no. most of your tweets are political so i guess i'm just going to ask you a, bl a blanket question where do you think we are right now just the state of affairs with everything i mean right. give me your yeah give me I mean, your macro i try, I try to not i've tried to, to limit my political tweets because i'm I'm not f anywhere near as far right as I used to be, but mm -hmm. I'm not, I mean, it's kind of like the, the country's in such bad shape that I just, I can't, yeah. I can't stand it. It just bothers me. It's like, I know the corruption that's going on, you know, yeah, it's I mean, I'm not, a. I mean, I know you used to be a Trump supporter and so did I, but I mean, I'm not a Trump supporter anymore. I mean, but I do, I do see what they're doing to him and it makes, makes me want to, do you think he's? Do you think he's being? Do you think? Do you think he's being politically attacked because he's going to make oh, a run? Yeah. And this Come is. On. If you read the, all you have to do is read the indictments. They're just bullshit. Well, 
You know I, what I mean? I'm just asking. I I think so. And by the way, I I'm I'm still a Trump supporter, so yeah, we don't have to debate that. I don't I don't even care. Look, yeah. I don't get into that with people, but but I never shy away from my beliefs, whether they're religious yeah. or political or anything else, poker. So that's just who I am. I, I'm not backing away to make anyone happy. Um, but well, listen, with that said, know, who cares? You know, you you have uh, the the Senator Johnson came out, you know, the, like a week ago, and he's all like. Uh, COVID was released on the world on purpose. I'm like, well, that's the same. I've only been saying it for for four years now, and they all thought I was crazy. Now you have a now you have a, a current senator saying it. You know, yeah, I yeah. I know, I know. You know, and yeah. so yeah. they are not going to let Trump see the White House again, and they will do whatever they can to stop stop him. So, what do you think he's going to? What do you think he's going to come out with Monday? Do you know about that? I mean, he's are you familiar come, with that, what does it matter? The fake news is going to they're going no, no, no. to. I'm just asking. Are you familiar with that? They're supposed to be. Yeah, like yeah. Some of big, course like, I am. You know me. I'm familiar. with. I sit home every day and I live and breathe what's going on. Yeah. You know, so they're, they're just not going to they're just not going to let him that they're just going to whatever he puts out. They're just going to, you know, say, well, it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. What if. What if the information, then we're going to drop this subject and move on to something else that yeah. you, you posted recently. But what if, let me ask you this question. Last question. I don't want to go into it. Yeah. You could just give me your cursory answer. What if it shows that, 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 that there, what if, what if the military is behind the investigation? Well, they are. What do you mean? What if? <laughs> um, well, the, that's, the, military, that's my way of the, military, saying it. the military is behind everything. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. That's, 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 I'm saying, what know, if it's not Trump, but what if it's the military behind everything? What's that? No, 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 not the military. No, no, time out, time out. Let me talk. The military uh, uh, industrial complex is one of the dirtiest institutions yeah. in the world. What I'm saying is there's a faction in the military that are not part of the military industrial complex, which is part of the swamp. And mm -hmm. so my question to you, what if, what if there is a faction of the military that comes out to say they were monitoring? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying, what if? Oh, you you're saying what Trump said? Like, oh, do you I've, think I've, anyone I've would believe force. it? Do you think yeah. anyone would believe any of the, the election if stuff if that them, happened? They wouldn't believe it because the, the fake news would go full out. They would right. go full okay. out. Yeah. I just want to know your thought. Yeah. And so the, the, the thing is, is, is here, here's the one thing good about Trump. Okay. Is, he has exposed the media for what it is. Okay, mm -hmm. Elon Musk now, who's been a, a left-wing Democrat, left Democrat his whole life, has come out yeah. and exposed the media for what they are. Right? He's been completely red pilled. Right? So many people that I know that were far left that are now down the center are even considering crossing over. It's got nothing to do. They haven't moved their position. They're just they just see how insane the the media is and how how insane the country has become you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. you know i don't want to name some names but but like i could tell you two or three names in poker that were about as far left as could be in 2016 that that i mean they, they i wouldn't shock me if they voted gop next year you know it's like yeah they, they understand how the media and again trump's legacy will always be outing the fake news media and how everything we see is a narrative that's being formed. It's, a, it's being, well, it's the, the GOP are a bunch of dirty swamp rats. If you want my opinion, uh, they, they disgust me. The they just, people think, people McConnell. think I'm Republican. I'm not. Um, I'm not okay. Yeah, listen, let's get off. Let's, 
there were chase subjects, yeah, they're worse. but yeah, they're the worst. The GOP, yeah, they're the worst. The McConnells so, of the world if, and the Lindsey Grahams of the world, they're the fucking worst. Yeah. yeah, so if anyone wants to drag me for being Republican, don't because I think they're worse yeah, than anyone. I'm on your side when it comes to that. They're a bunch I mean, of scumbags. But they're okay, the scum so, of the earth too. I yeah, agree. they're all sold. They're all sold out. So Mike, let's move on the to, to back to poker so we don't polarize uh the yeah, whole yeah, world no with this with this. Um okay. Uh a couple things. You're pretty vocal about the fact of what you think how tournaments should be structured as far as rebuys. What yeah, are you still pretty adamant about you just don't think they should exist? I mean, I don't think a re-entry should exist. Now, if you if you want to go, you know, if you drive a fly across country and uh for a thirty five hundred dollar event, you know, you could have tree. I mean, people like you don't need multiple re-entries. It's like I, I, I who goes broke on the people go broke on day one or people that can't play anyways. So, I mean, it's like, yeah. I don't know. I've gone broke on day one of a poker tournament. I'm not, I'm not trying to brag, but I don't know, five out of a hundred times. It's like, it's not like, it, you know, it's like, if you're going broke on day one, it's, you know, it's, it, even if you get cooler, it's like you know, people, you know, you're deep enough, but people, people don't, don't think about it. They just like, oh, I can re-enter, so fuck it. And they'll just call. You know, but, but it would change everything if like, you know, we go back to how it used to be. I mean, I would I'd like to see, except for the World Series, you know, I'd like to see like maybe two hours of, of late reg, but and that's it. But but all I'd like yeah. to see every tournament start at noon. And uh and the only yeah, the only reentry we have is, is one re-entry on some of yeah, I don't get a vote because I don't play tournaments, but I would agree with you if I did. Uh, I I hate I hate the concept of rebuys. Um, I mean, the, okay, the worst concept yeah. is is max late reg when you could buy in with two thirds of the field out with fifteen yeah. or twenty big blinds. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. just weird. Um, I won the fifty k no limit. I won the fifty k no limit this year. Bought it on day two with fifteen big blinds with with uh, I don't know, like eighty percent of the field out. Yeah. Funny I have a question for you, Mike. What do you think about online bracelets? Do you think they're worth their uh, salt? Do you, what do you think? They're, they're, I know what you posted recently. I want to talk to you about the chip dumping uh, clip. You, it was amazing what yeah. you posted. We'll go through, if you can walk us through that hand, that's great. But before you do, what do you think about uh, bracelets online? Do you think they hold their salt? Uh, I, think be it, counted? Well, I, I mean, the, the reason why it, they're such a farce and it's such a joke is forget about the fact that They've included online and, and, and POI at the World Series. That that's criminal, right? But the fact that like you, to, to win POI now, you have to carry a laptop around and multi-table your live tournament with a with an online tournament, yeah. which is just absolutely ridiculous. Like, like it's just ridiculous. And so, not only that is everybody in poker knows that all the young kids come out here. And they all rent a house together, okay? And if there's an online tournament that day, they're all playing in that same house, okay? And then, and then if somebody gets deep, they're all sitting in a room just like this, and they're all behind each other and watching and and, and telling people things that they see, and and they're, I mean, and then they're giving like a bracelet to one person that was won by ten people. And yeah, I know this so happened. For a fact, yeah. If anybody wants to challenge me on this? I can you have the you have the receipts on that. Uh, I just know. Okay, I know okay. people. I hear from you know. I know what goes on. I mean, it's like yeah. 
it, 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 it's, there should never be, I mean, online poker tournaments is, is, is just, I can't even believe that. I mean, it's, listen, it's, it's just more bracelets, but it's just still, I, I see people with these stats like, oh, this guy's got four bracelets and he, he's won three million online or three million. In, no, and I'm like four bracelets. I've never heard of this fucking guy. I look it up, <laughs> you know, he's got three, three bracelets, you know, for a hundred thousand dollars at the world series at, the, <laughs> at, 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 at for a $400 buy-in event. No, like, I get it. Like, I get it. Know, Okay, but, you just you just posted. Are you able to walk us through that hand yeah, that you posted? I mean, like, well, hold yeah, on. Let me let me hold on. Let me preface, hold on. Wait, Mike, Mike. Let me preface so people know what we're talking about. So you posted on Twitter yesterday, I think, uh, a hand from ACR that you're like, if this isn't chip dumping, I don't know what is. And I was yeah. in awe of the hand. You want to walk us through it? Yeah, I mean, guy has you know went raised three bet and and he four bets it with Ace King and guy. Guy calls, flop comes king seven deuce, and then he check calls like eleven big blinds. They're both they're both like hundred and twenty big blinds deep. Yeah, and then uh, and then the turn cart comes like a stiff, and he check raises them from thirty three big blinds to like seventy, and then he re raises them all in another thirty, and the guy calls with jack queen high, you know, with queen yeah and jack so, queen yeah, and the board's yeah. like deuce six jack queen rainbow, and so it's like you see something like that and this is exactly what I've been talking about online poker for fucking even since when I was with full tilt, you know, is you see shit like that. Now, I mean, this guy now has a legit shot to really, really win a tournament because when you could get a hundred big blinds deep, you could dump a hundred big blinds, you know, if you're late in a tournament. Right. And, uh, and you, this is, what happens that this happens because I've told the story many times to people is I was in Brazil in 2010 and uh, uh, Full Tilt sent me and Gus Hansen down there and uh, we went did a pre-party, a pre-tournament. This is before Brazil poker even blew up and we did a pre-tournament party down in Sao Paulo and we drove like an hour and a half to the to the ocean uh, in this big mansion. And he's walking me and showing me around. And upstairs, this mansion is this room about the size of Bellagio poker room. And it was filled with lines of, of computers up and down, up and down. And I'm like, what the fuck, right? And, oh, we teach people how to play online poker. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. give me a break. You know, they're all playing in it. They all buy into one tournament. They, they get people who are really, that are competent players to try and build a stack. And then they just dump and then they, 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 they win. You know, they give themselves a chance to 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 win big tournaments. I I know what's going on. I mean, everybody in the world knows what's going on. So you commented. You also commented on a um, a deal that was made by Farid Farid, Farad Jatin and uh, and Sharon Shore. I think. Oh, yeah. You know, I um, you know, I, I, I was just joking around there. You know, like Shannon got such a good Shannon got such a good deal out of that. And uh, as it turns, Shannon's a really good guy. I mean, he's one of the good guys in poker. You yeah. Know? And so. But you did. Uh, but you did say online this. Only I did. Pussies I said only this. pussies chop. Right. Yeah. And so. Um, You've never chopped. Okay. So in, uh, I'll give you an idea. So back right. in the old days, I used to always be up for the chops because you didn't have many tournaments. So 
you, you, you had the World Series, and then you had, you know, maybe a couple tournaments, different tournaments a year. And so there wasn't really volume of tournaments. And so if you got to a final table, I always believed you should, like, you know, chop, you know, because it's the, the equities are were, were so big, right? But then, you know, Daniel taught me something. He says, you know, Mike, and he was the first one to tell me, teach me about not chopping. He goes, if you don't chop, if people are asking for a chop and you're and you say no, they're asking for a chop because they need the money. OK. And so if, if they're asking for a chop, it's because they need the money. If they need the money, you can exploit them and put pressure on them. And uh, I never thought about it that way. But he was right. You know, if yeah. people are asking for a chop, they need the money. and They want the money. And so yeah. uh, that's why it, in that chop there. You know, uh, Shannon was fourth in chips and he got second place money. Why did he get second place money? Because he's a crusher. And I played with Shannon, you know, my whole life before he was even a crusher. Now he's a crusher. And so, um, you know, they gave him they gave him second place money. And as it ends up, he was on his way home. He uh, got tested positive for COVID. So, uh, you know, it's almost like it worked out really good for him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I chopped one time. The only... And I, it was a bracelet I gave away. It was 1997. It you was, gave a bracelet away for a chop? Well, I didn't know. This is 1997. Nobody in bracelets didn't mean anything. Oh. You know, was that, so it was like the very first Omaha 8 tournament I played. I had 11 to 1 chip lead. And uh, they, they, Scotty asked me for 10,000 more. And, and um, Ted Forrest asked for 5,000. And they gave 26,000. Uh, so I took 15k off the top. And you regret I got it. First place money minus 15,000. You and regret I, it. I, I had like 11 to one chip lead, but Scott Scotty ends up winning 11 hands in a row and winning a bracelet. Do you regret doing that? No, because that 126,000. I just got. I was a poker dealer six months earlier working. Oh, that was big. That was big. So 126 grand was money. I remember us sitting in the limousine throwing the hundred thousand dollar brick around like it was <laughs> I mean, that was more money like i Ooh. thought i'd ever seen yeah ever at that seen. time it was the right move i get it you know but i, I get it I, if i knew that bracelets meant anything i would have tried to win i wouldn't have gone all sure. in dark the fucking like first four hands in a row just yeah yeah you know? yeah i got it yeah so, that's that's that's, that's, yucky. The, only, that's the only regret that's, there is i didn't try and win yeah that's yucky I, I don't know, but whatever. It's in the past. You got your brick. Yeah. So you commented on something else recently that I want your opinion on. You commented on the fiasco that happened recently on Big Bet Poker with Jason and Austin. What do you think about that debacle? Why do you think it happened, and what do you think's behind it? I thought, first of all, I thought it was disgraceful. I thought, yeah. I thought, I, I truly believe if either one of those guys are allowed to ever be on a live stream again i think it would be disgraceful i i just that was um i, I mean we we talk shit we make fun of people i mean we have fun but that was yeah i mean that was nasty that was, that was nasty uh the fact the same the, the same old clowns keep fucking putting it on their podcast to to for clicks talking about it you know tells me that I'm right about the same old clowns. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I'm really against these people that go to a certain place for clicks. You know, I'm against this, you know, yeah. if, I, 
and, and I want, if I want to do it, I could do it. You know what I'm saying? I just like yeah. run my podcast. We could just, uh, let them go to this top story of the week. And this guy called wanting to fuck his mother on fucking TV. You know, I, I just don't go there. I just, I ignore people like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, you can't give them breath. You can't give these people that are looking to get clicks and likes, you know, I, and, and that's, we live in a world of affirmation. I've talked about this before is everybody is desperate for affirmation. And, yeah. and that's why, you know, uh, I don't want to live in that world of affirmation. I don't want to live in a world where, where everybody wants to tell me this or everybody, wants, people want to tell me how good I am or how great yeah. this is, or, you know, click the like button, uh, give me affirmation, you know, yeah. here's my Joe. This is what I go forward. I hope you enjoy the, you know, what we talk about, you know, but I'm not going to go out of my way and, 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 and post about something so disgusting. And then, and keep talking about it and give it life because well when you get a chance go to if you i mean i know you want to lean out of it but there's a really interesting post by jason uh he posted a text between him and someone there at big bet poker and it's it's really bizarre so check that out i'm not going to talk about jason it but is the guy who, and jason is the guy that was he involved in that yeah that's the blonde kid he was the, the kid? Asian, not not austin you know the, there was two of them it was the guy on the left with the blonde hair oh the guy that was in the middle that didn't say a word no, no, the one of the two, the mm. the guy, the taller oh, guy oh, on the left. Oh, no, no, Jason was the one that said he was bipolar and crazy. Yeah, yes, okay. yes, yes. That. Yeah. Okay, yeah, just, look at that. Yeah, check it out. It's it's a pretty interesting thing. Um, that was, uh, I mean, somebody, that's, I don't want to bring this, I don't want to give this story any life, but um, was that on live television, somebody said? I don't know if I don't know if Bally's puts it on television or not. I have no idea what their business model is. I yeah. don't know if they go on television. I do know that they're just streaming with a delay, and I know that they cut it off after all that happened. I I don't know if it's on television. I, I really don't even know where they put their stuff. I'm like I don't think it was on live television, but we'll, I don't you know. I don't think so either. Uh, I think I I think on any kind of television programming, you you just you just edit down all the interesting hands and you edit. I, I have a question for you. If, if that happened on your show, what would you do? Okay. So I'm going to answer it this way. If I was there. Okay. You got to understand right. if I was there, I'm hoping this would be, if Brian was there, if our floor man, Louie, if I was there, I would have, I would have made him leave. That would have been Absolutely. over. It would yeah, have been over. game over. Be, get the fuck yeah, out. I think I think we let the, the Huss West thing go a little too far myself. I wasn't yeah. there. I wasn't yeah. there. Um, when it happened, uh, and you know, a lot of times these things happen and it's the first time they happen for you. And then you get, it's kind of a learning curve, but yeah. I think when Huss was saying, you know, I'm going to kick your ass. And he was, then Wesley was talking with the mom. That's enough. Like you yeah. can't just walk up to the table. Listen, we both know it's good for views. We went to yeah. 58,000 live views because everyone started telling everyone you got to tune in right now. Okay. So it's yeah. good for a show, but to be on, but, but if I'm being really honest, like yeah. even a lot of the stuff that happened with Jack four, I never, never leaned into wanting that to be uh, how we get views. We've never had them back on. Um, yeah. so I, I would, if I was physically there and that kind of nastiness was happening, they get yanked. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's funny part about, uh, you know, listen, I have my own, uh, my own feeling about Wesley and I'll just keep it to myself, but, but, uh, you know, I, look what it caused. It really, 
you know, it caused Wesley to almost just almost lose $3 million the next day. Let's just put it that way. I, I, you know? I agree. The Not only that, but I think more so the pressure of his people were on him about his tight range and that he wasn't right. playing any hands and it got right. to him. He was taking yeah. a lot of heat online. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he, because when you pretend to be somebody you're not, yeah. and then you get called out for that same person that you're not, uh, yeah. there's there's pressure to be that person you're not. Yeah. And then I know it, sudden, I know it firsthand, and it's a yeah. trap. And it and when he became that person he wasn't, if if the one guy doesn't lose his mind and just hand him 1.3 million at the end of the night, I mean, you you saw the look on, on Wesley's face. He he looked like he was just like. Give me a loaded fucking gun with five bullets in it, and if it go, if, it, if I hit the one that doesn't go off, it does. You know, he would, and like he wins that pot, and and he acted like he was three million winner when he was one point seven, whatever it was. So, yeah. you know, um, people act like I have, I have nothing against Wesley at all. I just think I, if I think somebody is a phony, I'll just call them out for it. You know what I mean? I don't. Uh, that's just my opinion. I don't. You know, I my opinion is. It's like anything else, you know, it's like, I, uh, I believe people just because you're a phony. I mean, doesn't mean maybe he's a good person. Maybe he's not, but, but, but I know people who try to be people they're not, and it's pretty obvious when they're not. And so I call it out for it, you know? Yeah. Uh, how I look at it is this, I have a lot of thoughts, not specifically on Wesley. I have a lot of yeah. thoughts on a lot of people and a lot of things, unless yeah. I know for sure that it is just my opinion yeah. And sometimes I let those opinions out. I do. And, but yeah. I really try not to, because if my read is wrong, then what? Right. Yeah. But yeah. don't worry about it. As a person who's a smart and very intellectual, like you are, um, like uh, our intuitions is what we live with. Right. Our intuitions. Yeah. Um, it's like Sean Deep said to me, Mike, you're a world-class poker player. He goes, what does your intuition tell you? And then I was telling the answer, you know what he would say? He goes, well, that's my intuition too. Because you know, poker players, you know, you, 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 you see people complaining and whining about, about their, you know, oh, I'm running so bad. Oh, this, this, or other. Listen, the great poker players win. The good, po the, they win. They have great intuition. They know where they're at in every hand. They don't need GTO. They don't need yeah. a solver. You think you think Sean Deeb's ever ran a solver in his fucking life? I, I, I'll take the under on that. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to say a couple things about Sean. First of all, I, I consider him a friend. We're good. I like him. Um, I would challenge one thing about you know, and I do agree with you about intuition, but, you know, I just did a podcast with Sean and and he truly yeah. believes that because he has so much experience that his opinion is if somebody he believes is guilty, they're guilty. In, and in I, not even, guilty I, and not I agree even, with him. And this and we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, guilty like, and, he, he believes in guilty in, until proven innocent versus the other way, which is a hard one for me. Well, I'm, I'm against that. I saw that on the podcast that you guys did. Yeah. And, and, and I'm always against innocent until proven guilty. But there, when there's certain things that come down that in our world, like you could, you, you have to take all the combinations of, 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 um, circumstantial evidence, circumstantial <laughs> evidence, right. right. And, 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 and then try and form an opinion of it. Sure. And so that's really all we have. And between the circumstantial evidence and the intuition of, top top poker players it's like 
I've discussed certain things that have happened in poker okay. with the top players, like players who I would consider. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying Brian Rass, but people that are like Brian Rass, you know, Brian Rass, Sean Deeb, Scott Sieber, top, 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 top poker players. Right. And, and we discussed something that happened in the poker world. We are always in agreement that that's what yeah. happened. You understand what I'm saying? We're, there's never one it. of us on the fence saying, well, maybe, maybe that. Yeah, that I understand. Do that. And so, I understand. So, there's a lot of experience, a lot of, uh, a lot of good intuition. Hey, Mike, who do you think out of all the players you mentioned or anyone else, who do you think? Cause I'll tell you what, uh, all, all that said about innocent and guilty and all that shit, Sean Deeb, is, is impressive and and his stats speak for themselves. Do you think he or anyone else could make a run at Phil with the bracelets because of their age? No. Okay. No, no, because I taught Phil how to play all the mixed games and now he's a world class mixed game player and he's got himself in a chance to win every mixed game. He's got he puts himself in a position to win. Like, like, like I played with him in the 25k horse and we played in the table of death. I mean, we had. 58 bracelets at our table with like four tables to go. There mm -hmm. was me, Phil, Sean Deeb, Brian Rast, then uh, uh, um, uh, just uh, uh, Johnny Hannigan sat down, um, Josh Ari. And we had the absolute worst table. Phil finally, you know, because he always hears me crying about table draws. I go, what do you think of this one, buddy? And he's like, Mike. He goes, this is the toughest table I've ever played at, you know, and it, it was, you know, kind of sucked that Phil kind of bubbled the tournament because he kind of played pretty good. Um, and I like, I like the way he's playing. And people will say, well, why did you teach Phil how to play all the, 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 the mixed games? Well, well, were you there for me when fucking my life sucked? You know, Phil was yeah. there for me. Where were you? You know, yeah. and so Phil is a world-class mixed game tournament player now. And so with that in mind and the fact that they don't think he can win no limits and all he's doing is winning no limit tournaments, you know? Yeah. He's I always, mean, he's always there. He's always right there. I mean, let's just sit, put it this way. He was, he still had five top 15s and four of them were in no limit. So like you, you might not like the way he plays no limit, hold them. Okay. You might disagree with, with the, the, his flaws. And I know what every one of his flaws are. But you got to see the things that he's doing well. And if you don't, yeah, if Phil would fix some of these flaws, would he be a, an unstoppable force? Yes, but you can't. Phil's got he can only listen so much, you know. It's yeah. like, like even with no limit, he's all like, when I want to. So it's like I, I, I taught him how to help him with all the mixed games, and you know, he's a really is a world class mixed game tournament player now, and. And then when I want to bring up no limit about some things that I don't like he's doing, he'll be like, shut the fuck up. What do you think you're better than me in no limit? So it's like, <laughs> Phil, I helped you. I, I You made seven final tables in seven different games in 2021. I go, why would I be trying to hurt you? You know, it's <laughs> right, like, right, right. Yeah. You we know, know you're, we know you're loyal to, to each other. It's a good friendship yeah. and uh, I get it. And yeah. yeah. And so, Hey, uh, last question I have for you before we wrap this up. So but, you can but, go but will Sean Deeb, do I believe that Sean Deeb will probably end up second? I mean, I don't see anybody around right now. I mean, 
take it seriously. Ivy buys in on day two of every, every tournament. Um, and it was really weird. It's like, like Ivy just gets in there and just gambles and then just leaves. And I'm just thinking to myself, that's not yeah, the Ivy I, I used to play with. I, I don't have an, I don't know enough to ever give an opinion. So I will give a very vague yeah. opinion, but it, I think it seems to me like he has checked out like of being serious about it where you look at Sean. Sean's digging in. Yeah. I, I agree with WSOP. He's kind of checked out now with these Triton events, these big buying events, he's crushing them. Yeah. But they're, you know, he's probably being staked in these big buying events where you can win millions of dollars. So he's taking them yeah. seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, for sure. He's definitely but, one but of the most talented ever. Series, and, and I've played in 50, a hundred world, like at the same table as Ivy and different. And I, I, he is not, I have not sat down where I can tell you Ivy's played well with, of any of the tournaments at the world series. That's not taking anything well, away from we him. We know he knows how he to. not be taking it seriously. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, we know he knows how to. So yeah. yeah. Um, Mike, yeah. last thing, tell me about, tell me about the documentary you mentioned about you, who made it, when it was made, when it's coming out, what it's about. Oh, well, I have a documentary coming out called Mattiso. Um, it'll be on a streaming service in October. Um, plan to have it finished by the end of uh, September. We talked yesterday. And, um, you know, people are going to be very eye-opened about what I deal with every day. I mean, people think they come up to me always during the World Series, and they're like, oh, Mike, how you doing? How's your back? How's your back? No, my back's yeah. fine. I have a fucking but I a severe injury. You know, if I move the wrong way, I could be paralyzed. So, you know, I deal with, um, you know, people don't have any idea, you know, what I, what I deal with every day, um, what it takes for me to prepare to get ready to play a poker tournament every day. You know, this year at the World Series, I did, I even added something. Um, and, uh, you know, Dan Shack kind of really uh, pointed me this direction a little bit is, uh, is we talked about IVs. And so I started going to a company called Pure IV. And uh, after the first two weeks of the series, I was getting an IV two times a week to up sometimes two to three times a week, usually every three days. So usually two times a week. And, um, and that changed the whole world series for me. So now all of a sudden I had a room to go to. I had, I, I struggle to be, stay hydrated during the series and, and stay, yeah. you know, eating. It's really hard to eat and stay hydrated. So when they give you the IV with vitamins in it and, and nutrients in it, and they, it, it, it really, really, really helped me a mm. lot. That's why I was able to get through to, you know, get to day threes. And, yeah, people and people who eat. don't know, like when you play the main, you get very short breaks with lines around the block to take a leak. Yeah. So if you drink too much to stay hydrated, you, you're missing hands or you're waiting in line. You, your whole break is there. All the food that's available, there's long lines and it's all shit. Yeah. 
and you can't go eat something good. So unless you do what you're doing, like have a pre-planned, maybe something in your room and, and, uh, even then, and you gotta be staying right there cause you don't have time to get up and get down very quick. And I'm sure for you, it's even harder. So it's a big undertaking to try to stay in the right mind frame, physically, emotionally, everything during a, during and, a tournament. And, and you, and me, I have to map out, I have to really map out like the medications cause I'm on so many of these medications I deal with for pain and stuff. So I have to map out like what medications here I have to do, you know, how much, you know, how much Adderall should I take? Uh, don't take too much I'm, uh, because I don't want to get manic. And, and I, I had, um, I had one Adderall, bad Adderall day at the series this year and one bad Adderall hour at the series this year. And the bad Adderall day I had was on day three of the main where I, my brain wasn't right. And I punted and, um, but that was a, the best punt maybe of my life because it then mm-hmm. made me go to my room, lay in bed. Um, and then uh, I got fifth in the 25 K for 186,000, which yeah. I would have had to get to day seven of the main to get 186,000. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So, you know, that, that was a good punt, but uh, <laughs> the, the other one was uh, hour two. And I have no, I have, you know, I don't hide it from anything. Hour two of the head up match is we went in a dinner break. There were four of us left. And I asked myself, should I take another half Adderall? Because I take I take usually uh, 30 milligrams a day, um, mm-hmm. 15 when I wake up, and then like a quarter every every four hours um, to help me focus. And, uh, and I went back and forth on this, and I decided to take an extra half. And it, it kind of whacked me out a little bit in the second hour of, of head up. And, um, mm. and I got, uh, I got, I started hearing voices and I, I started, so I got, I decided to myself, like, like, I got to get really, I got to tighten up, you know, was it Phil, was it Phil's voice telling you to fold? No, but it, but I overfolded a hand that cost me the tournament and, um, it, it, it was a, I had, I put so much pressure on myself to win. It w- wasn't about. I got to play good. I got to play good. Yeah. It was just, I got to win. I got to win. I never, I never play a, a poker tournament where I said I have to win. Right. But I, I, that's what I, you know, when I was head up and I thought I had control of the match the first hour, I, I went from three and a half to five and a half. So it was like five and a half million to eight and a half million um, at five at 400,000 uh, big blind. Uh, I was very comfortable and yeah. And then I just didn't play my best, and and he played good. You know, I I, I don't want to knock it. I don't want, I don't want to ever knock Martin. He played very good. Yeah. But if I played my best, he couldn't have won. And I did not even play close to my best. And a lot of it had to do again. It, it may, it's a decision that I made an hour and a half earlier. Yeah. Caught um, up to me because I, you know, it's like you, you had because of all the medications that I have to take and what I have to do to keep myself prepared to, to play poker, you know, sometimes you have, you, you, you say to yourself, okay, you know, I have to do this, this, and this, and then a combination of, you know, and it affects your brain. Right. And yeah. then your brain is a little bit off and, and that kind of happened in an hour or two of the head up match uh, when I was playing for the bracelet. But, mm-hmm. but listen, uh, I didn't even know what first or second paid. You know, I, I found mm-hmm. out the next day what second place was. And 
you know, a lot of people were like saying, oh, I'll take the day off because it was a 10K stud eight that day and, oh, and, and, and buying on day two. And I was like, you know, no, I'm, I'm going to sleep in and I'm going to late, I'll late reg at seven and come down and grind. And I, I um, very short the entire, uh, the entire tournament. And, uh, and then all of a sudden we're nine handed and I had 800,000 in chips at 40 K big blind. And I was sitting on 20 big bets. And I said to my, I really felt that, I mean, even the guy who won it, Ryan Miller, he's like, he thought me and him were going to end up head up, you know, cause we were probably the two best players, but um, to, to get second, be as depressed as I was. And yeah. I saw your post. You were pretty, you were pretty leveled. I mean, I was yeah. just in tears for hours. And yeah, hours I get it. Hours and hours. And then they come back and, and get back to the final table of the 10K. I mean, that was it's pretty impressive. Was pretty pretty impressive. Pretty, I'm not going to tell you. I'm, that was, I'm not, I'm not blowing one, smoke up here. I'm one, not of the top, smoke. one of the top four most, most fulfilling accomplishments in my poker world. Uh, as it should be. I'm not blowing smoke. It's very yeah. uh, it's very impressive. Look, Mike, I'm going to wrap it up. Speaking of taking leaks, I'm in a little trouble here, so I got to get to the little boys' room. But here, let me let me wrap it up and say this. You had a great run at the 2023 WSOP. I want to congratulate you on that. You should be proud of it. Um, your mark in poker is no one could no one could question it. Whether you make it in or not to the Hall of Fame, and I think you should, and I think you will, um, you've always been a good friend to me. I think you're a great guy. People who don't know you, if they don't know that, that is a truth. And uh, I appreciate you doing this for me today. Yeah, you got it. You know, and and and, and the thing is, is uh, you know, I had a good World Series. I made I made six figures. You know, I uh, I owe half of myself because I do most of it for the fans. Um, and, and you know, also. I'm not uh, at my age. I don't want to be in a spot where I lose 200,000 in the world. Series. I've never, I've only had two losing world series uh, the year that I was sick in 2014. And then last year I lost 5,000 somehow, but sure. uh, you know, uh, I, I win, I win uh, because I, uh, you know, I try, I work hard, you know, I, sure. I know people don't realize, like, I don't even understand how anybody can play tournament poker for a living. That's like, that's just just craziness, you know. Same. It's just so hard. God, you know? God bless him and more power to him because it's a grind, man. I don't know I how tell, they do it. I tell people all the time, I'm like, man, if they they should check their brains for CTE when they die because, man, they you got to be a special breed to to play yeah. tournament poker for a living. That shit's yeah. like, I mean, only one person's happy. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like I, I finished second and wanted to fucking jump off a dam. I mean, like, <laughs> well, like, thank God you can't get up and jump. And so that's, that's, that, worked that's out for you. that worked out for you. Hey, listen, yeah. Mike, right, thank you again. This is the Nick Fertucci show. I am Nick Fertucci and for Mike Mattisau and I envy out. Take care, Good job, man. Mike. You got it, brother. I